Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armwire today. Before we get started, I just wanted to say whether you are a new listener or an regular listener to Minimalish. This episode is different than normal. I decided to do a solo episode this week, which happens every once in a while, but I am just coming to you with some real talk that I hope relates to everyone who has lived through the last three months of this world, but especially if you're in America, um, there's been a lot of things happening, but wherever you are, this has been a weird year. And I just wanted to come to you with some real talk and hopefully some things that can help you with your mental health during this time. But just wanted to preface it with saying that the normal content schedule that I had prepared doesn't really seem super relevant right now. So I just wanted to push it back a little bit, come to you with some real talk. I hope it gives you a little bit of insight into what I've been feeling. And just most of all, I hope it helps you in some way. So let's get to it. This is Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and before we get started, let me be clear. This podcast isn't just about minimalism. It's a podcast about living fully. Over the past few years, I've learned that living with a little less in our homes and on our calendars leads to less cluttering up our minds, which simply helps give us the space to give our time and thoughts to the things that actually matter. So what do we talk about on here? We talk about minimalism and decluttering and how to get there, yes. But we also have conversations about pursuing intentionality in the things that matter, like our motherhood, faith, relationships, work, and mindset. Minimalish is a podcast for the women committed to contentment and loving the life in front of them, committed to living with a little less so they can create space for the things that matter most. What it's not about, how many spoons you should have, or any kind of rules or legalistic minimalism that promises you'll be happier if you just get rid of more stuff. Getting rid of stuff isn't what will make you happy. It's about the life you live with the new space you find. If that sounds good to you, grab a mug of whatever you like and stick around. I'm so grateful you're here. Hi friend, welcome back to Minimalish. Last week, I took a break from releasing content. 
I went on pause myself. I paused my content with the midst of everything that is happening in the world to really dig in myself to looking into how I can create a more anti-racist home in my own home and and just some different action steps that I could take. I, If you saw a recent Instagram post that I put out actually over a week ago now, I fully believe that change with everything that's happening right now with racial justice needs to happen first within ourselves. And the movement that is happening or has been happening on social media is really wonderful. And there are so many resources right now where we can learn from. But at the same time, I think there's this pressure, this feeling that we have to be putting out content about this when some of us need to be quiet and learning. And I know that I want to speak, but I also want to do that. I also want to take time, take space to learn and figure out what it is, what action steps would really actually make a difference coming from me in within my life. And I think that that's something I want to encourage you to do as well. Here's the thing. No matter who you are, these last few months in our country, if you're in America especially, um, but in our world as well, have been kind of overwhelming, have been hard, I think, to live through. And while there are really good things coming out of all of this, there have been really hard things that we have had to see, that we have had to process, that we have had to try to understand. And I think with so many of us being home over the past few months, we have probably consumed more content than ever. We have probably watched the news more than ever. We have probably seen these terrible things going on in the world or these fear-based narratives that have gone on through coronavirus. And there's just been a lot. There's It's a lot to take in and go on with living our lives. And I think it really poses this question of what do we do from here? Where do we go from here? And I can't really answer that question for you. There are several different things going on that we need to really navigate and figure out. But I think across the board, we can say that we are all kind of mentally exhausted maybe a little bit. I I, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think this has been a mentally exhausting year. So what I want to do today is just take a little bit of time, very briefly, to go over some things that... I think can help us prioritize our mental health in the middle of chaos. And this is just basics. This is just some things that have helped me. These are things that I think can give us a basic level of help. These are not things that are going to help if you are experiencing clinical depression or clinical anxiety. I mean, they might help, but they're not going to fully do it for you. But just as kind of scratching the surface... These are some things that I think in the midst of everything that 2020 has brought thus far, which by the way, we are halfway through, (laughs) so um, we will see how the rest of this year goes. But I just want to bring this quick episode to you as reminders, some things that we can do that are important during this time, but I am going to keep this episode short and sweet because I know that this has been a year of content consumption, whether you're just mindlessly doing that because you are home more than often, or if it's just over this past week, consuming a lot of content to try to learn more. 
either way, I think there needs to be a break in the content consumption and a break in the content output for me, honestly, because my I'm prioritizing my mental health as well, and I just don't have the energy for a long, deep episode right now, but I did want to come to you with this because I think these things are so important right now, and I think that hopefully they'll help you, even if you already know them, because I think many of us do, just as quick reminders of some things to do to kind of help us move through this year and prioritize our mental health after everything that has gone on so far in 2020, a crazy year. So whether you are feeling trauma or just sadness or frustration, the first one I think is so important and something that I've done over the past week because what I realized is there was this movement of people just you know, muting their accounts and sharing black voices, which I think is absolutely 100% so, so important. And I did that as much as I was on social media last week. I did that because I believe in it and I think it's important and I realized that I want to amplify black voices more than I have with my platform already and I'm upset that I haven't done so, but I can't dwell on that. I can only move forward in a better way. Regardless, I found myself staying on social media so much more than usual because of everything that was happening and I wanted to learn, but I realized that the change, like I said earlier, has to happen first within us and within our homes. And how do we change our homes and ourselves if we are not present in our lives. So I think the number one thing to do to prioritize our mental health in the middle of this chaotic year and this chaotic time is to stay present in our lives. Engage with the people around you, within your community, and even more importantly, within your home. So put your phone aside, put your content aside, and just be with your people. This is really hard to do right now, I realize that, because There are so many things being thrown at us and so many news updates and so much to learn, but it will all be there when you turn your phone back on or when you come back to your phone. So put it aside, play with your kids if you have kids. Go on a date night with your spouse or your significant other or go out to coffee with a friend if your state is still open. If not, brew some coffee at your house, invite someone over. If you want to social distance still, obviously that is, you know, you can do that on your front porch. Sit six feet away from each other. But what I'm saying is just be with people because I think the last few months of being socially isolated so much is something that is going to have a negative impact on our mental health. And I think it's about time for most of us in most locations where we need to be present with our people again. And again, if you do, don't feel comfortable with that yet, then do it within your home. Um, I really heavily encourage you that if you are alone, if you live alone, to get back with people. Even you know, Wear a mask, do whatever you need to do to feel comfortable doing that. But it is not, we are not meant to be socially isolated from people for as long as we have been asked to be up until this point. Again, if you don't agree with me on on that, please don't come at me. Please don't yell at me. That's my personal view and thoughts. And as our county is open back up and as we have seen more of our friends and family and as we have been present with people, as we've been having real conversation with people right in front of us and face to face with us within our families and our friendships, that has been 
so refreshing. It feels a lot more impactful than a conversation over social media. Not that that isn't, but it's just, I think real change has to happen with real face-to-face interactions. Not that the change can't start online, but, but we have to be able to live in our real lives. I hope that makes sense, but just being present, even within your own home, even within your own family, is going to make a huge difference and it refreshes you. Even this morning, I was playing Play-Doh with Gemma and for a longer time than I usually will sit down and play with her. And it was absolutely mentally refreshing and needed. So with that said, I know I had to throw a lot of disclaimers in there because we're not all, I don't know, different parts of the country are doing different things. Different parts of the world are doing different things with coronavirus still. But whatever it looks like for you, just be present and engage with your people as much as you can in whatever way that you can and shut off your phone for a while the next thing that helps our mental health is to move our bodies so this has been huge for me and i'm kind of thankful that during this time i had to find a coping mechanism i was so stressed out and anxious with the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic And I started to realize that moving my body, taking walks, and actually working out was something that made me feel exponentially better. I never thought that I would say that I enjoyed working out, but I now do because of the feeling that it gives me. It clears my mind. It really does make a difference to my mental health. It is scientifically proven that moving your body will do this and I won't go into the science there I will link a podcast episode that I listened to about the joy of movement in the show notes because I think it really changed my perspective on exercise and I started to love it but overall I think it's just common sense that when we are intentionally moving our bodies more we feel better I know my first couple of years these past couple of years being at home with my daughter I have moved less than when I was at a job full-time, even though I'm chasing a toddler. It's still, it's a small house. I am not moving nearly as much as when I was teaching. So I I would feel really like a sloth, like really just slow and tired all the time. And I didn't realize it was because I was not moving very much. And now that I make movement a priority in my day, not just through one workout, but through walking, through moving around throughout the day, through chasing my daughter outside, these things make me feel better. And they have helped my mental health tremendously. And I think it's just important to prioritize movement during this time and getting outdoors with that movement is even better because nature will affect our happiness too. And being in nature can kind of bring us out of that place where we might have been, where we're just sucked into content on our phones or on our computers or the news, at least for me, it helps me feel better. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to take a quick break to thank our sponsor for today, and that is Little Passports. I'm so excited to be working with Little Passports because one thing I am extremely intentional with as a former teacher and as a parent is keeping learning fun. Children naturally love to learn, but sometimes textbooks and worksheets and other ways that we force learning on them can squelch their passion. 
This is why I love Little Passports. They bring learning to life through play. Little Passports is a subscription box full of educational toys and games that are specifically chosen to an age-appropriate theme and to help your children learn about the world around them. The Little Passports box is delivered right to your door every month. Each package contains exciting hands-on learning for kids three and up. And I love that they have options for such a variety of ages. There's everything from the Early Explorers box to the Science Expeditions Pack, where you can feed your child's inner scientists. It's full of experiments to try, like making their own slime, or your kids can learn about what makes each state unique with the USA Editions Box. Little Passport's subscription box is award-winning and has the parent-tested, parent-approved seal. Starting from $12.95 per month, there's so much for your child to learn, right from your own home. Just for listeners of Minimalish, Little Passports is offering 15% off the price of any subscription. This means your child could be flying rockets or looking through a microscope in no time. Use offer code MINIMALISH at checkout for 15% off your order. That's MINIMALISH at littlepassports.com. All right, friend, let's get back to today's episode. The next thing that I think is important is to give yourself and everyone around you some extra grace right now. So this is a really good time for a lot of apologies, a lot of real conversations with the people in your home, a lot of being honest about your own failings and giving them room to do the same. I think I learned this a little too late during quarantine, but I have learned it now and It has made our home just a better place to be able to be honest and say, like, yeah, I was in a grumpy mood this whole morning, so I'm sorry about that. I'm going to try to move forward and do better. Ask for grace when you're feeling that way. And then also be patient with the people around you. Let them have those same liberties to have a bad day, have a grumpy day, and also apologize. We need all the grace right now, especially after being in close quarters with the people that we live with for a really long time, and then also just with the tensions and the stress of everything else going on in the world, with the tragic things that we're seeing on the news, with the video of the death of George Floyd. Like This can bring up so many emotions in us. This can make us feel frustrated and depressed, and if your mood has been negatively impacted because of that, it's going to most likely come off to the people around you. And we have to realize that if we're feeling that way, people in our homes around us might be feeling that way. It kind of all feeds off of each other anyways. And we need to give one another grace and extra grace (laughs) during this time. Another thing that can help our mental health right now So this is, I guess, thing number five because I've, or thing number four, because I've went through three other things so far. The fourth thing I want to talk about is just this idea of space for reflection. So whether you wake up five minutes earlier or you take some time in the evening or whatever, however you want to do this, whatever time you want to give yourself to do this, to give yourself space for reflecting. I've done this a lot during walks, so I'm kind of hitting two of these at once by taking a walk, moving my body, and also being able to reflect. And personally, I pray during that time. Giving yourself time for reflection while 
the world is chaotic and there's a lot going on is so important. This is important in everyday life anyways, but just having a journal that you can sort through and think through your thoughts with or walking and thinking through some things, giving yourself enough quiet so that you can actually reflect. So again, that looks like putting technology away or not always consuming content so that you have space to reflect, not always just consume. And number five, the last way to kind of prioritize our mental health right now is just the simple aspect of identifying things that are within our control and letting go of things that are not. There's been a lot about this year that has not been in our control. In the midst of that, there is a lot that is in our control. So when you do find yourself anxious or stressed out, ask yourself this question. What about this situation that I am anxious or stressed out about right now is within my control? How do I take action on that? And then what is not in my control? And how can I just let that go or surrender it? Come back to it at a later time, but let it go right now because it is not in my control. And that is all I have for today's episode. And as I end this one, I do want to just say a couple of things, which I know that I do not have the right and perfect words to say, but I feel that it's important that I say this. I am deeply saddened and disgusted by what I saw on the news happen to George Floyd, and I am even more upset and saddened by the fact that this is something that happens more than we see just on the news. Maybe not exactly like what happened to George Floyd, but racism is alive within our country. And I think that this is something that my eyes have recently been open to. And I am learning about this now. I am figuring out what it looks like to combat that within my own home by creating an anti-racist culture within our home and raising my daughter in that environment. I believe that every single person no matter the color of their skin, has innate value and the same innate value. And the fact that my black friends and family and the black community in general is treated at times severely differently because of biases and racism that has been built throughout the entire history of our country, this is not okay. And this is something that needs to change. And I don't know all the answers to what that change has to look like, depending on who you are that's listening in and depending on what that would look like for you and your family, I can't tell you. I am in the midst of learning how and what it looks like for my family to just be part of that change. So I just wanted to address that here and I want to just briefly read what I had written on social media towards the beginning of last week. And this is addressed to my white friends and family and listeners here that this would be a time that would change us for good, not a time that inspires us to post the right things on social media just so that we look good. And I will link the rest of that post in the show notes in case you want to read more of it. It's just something that was on my heart and it explains my thoughts just about the climate of social media right now in general and what real change would actually look like. With that said, I know that I probably fumbled through that a little bit and I don't have all the right words or all the right answers, but I think it's important to just talk about it and to address it and for you to know that it matters to me, that black lives matter and 
racial justice matters and what is going on in the world right now matters deeply. I hope that this episode was helpful to you, refreshing to you in some way, gave you some sort of idea of what to do if your mind feels crazy right now, like so many of us do. And if you're feeling that way, just know you are 100% not alone. Thank you for listening to Minimalish this week, and I will talk to you right back here again next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.